Good afternoon, Meat Suits. Welcome back to Read It and Weep, Season 4. We are just three to four monsters with perfect opinions about movies, TV, and pop culture. I'm your host, Alex Falcone, recording, as always, in Nokoto in Los Angeles. Uh, I'm joined today, first up, he's at Anthony Lopez Part 2 on Twitter. He's in Southeast Portland. I forgot to write a thing for this. It's Anthony Lopez. Hey, Alex. Great to be here. Um, I do want to... Uh, just to kind of really stay on theme and to kind of get into the Dracula Untold experience, mm-hmm. I'm going to need to, as soon as we finish this episode, I'm going to need you to cut about 45 minutes of it and then re-record a bunch of scenes to make it part of a cinematic podcasting universe. Can I can't wait for, for you to explain to me what, what happened with this movie because I'm so curious and now that is already a hint into what it is. <laughs> um, let's pretend I had done the writing ahead of time and I had said uh, he is able to see and hear anything that an animal can anywhere near him. Anthony Lopez. And then the next one also joining us, he's at Hunbun on Letterboxd. He's still in the woods of Arkansas. He uh can see the stars really clearly and also can run pretty fast. Uh, It's Hunter Donaldson. Yeah, speaking of running fast, you should listen to this episode of Read It and Weep the same way I watched this movie, which is on double speed, baby. (laughs) Get through this one. Get this one done. I'm going to say I watched it at single speed and didn't entirely follow it, so I'm kind of impressed, actually, if you were able to gather all this. I can't do it. I cannot just put a movie on and not pay attention to it. But, you know, this movie's like, you know, it's like insulting that it was made. Yeah. So I, double speed was my compromise. It was like, okay, well, if you're going to waste my time, we're going to we're gonna get you going faster. And, at, like, this movie's already pretty short, but mm-hmm. at double speed. Yeah, this is a sprightly this, 90 minutes. Yeah, Dude, it doesn't feel speed, that short, though. How does it feel so long? <laughs> yeah, it is essentially just one episode of, like, an hour television show, right? Yeah. Like, it's super... This At is, double speed, it's definitely the way to do it. I don't have a ton of compliments for this movie, but it respected my time. Yeah, I mean, it definitely wasn't the plan to be 93 minutes, it feels well, in, like. Because uh, in the main story wraps up like halfway through, and then a bunch of other stuff keeps happening. So you really, this was an easy watch, Hunter. But good, I mean, not not that you shouldn't have watched it on, on double speed. Good for you. I don't know. I, I, I felt like it was just dragging so long that it had to be. <laughs> had to be turned up all right let me bring in our our fourth panelist today though he uh is a mess of bats it uh, it's in northern california it says for fox alex i'm over here bats over there (laughs) bats again back to me (laughs) bam you did also he can make those bats into a giant hand like uh like sometimes fish school together we can go bats into shapes yeah i know because yeah it's a whole it's a whole fist of a whole fist of bats as they say he can punch you he can turn into bats or he can punch you with bats what is the collective (laughs) noun for bat i was gonna look that up and i forgot okay a colony a colony okay that's fair i like mine better what was yours? Yeah. A fist of bats. Oh, a, fast, a fist of bats. Yeah, or a Dracula fair. fist of bats, if you want. Well, so here's the thing about collective nouns is that they are made up. Ooh, wait, wait, sorry. So a Vlad of bats. A Vlad of bats Ooh, would totally that's work. good. Because, right, because, yeah, it's, he's, 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 he's bats all the way down. This list says a cloud of bats. I have a flock of bats. Yeah. See, this is yeah. the thing. Collective noun. This I hate when someone is like, "I've got all of these crazy w- collective nouns I found." Because we're people. Some we're just making them up. We can call them whatever we want. So we Alex, should always. Alex, we're making all the words up, man. I know. I know. But some are more made up than others. Whoa. What? <laughs> 
you're blowing my mind right there, man. I, <laughs> I'm right about this, and I'm not good at explaining it, but you're I feel very confident. some words are more made up yes, than others. Yes, 100%. Can you expand yeah. upon that for me a little <laughs> well, bit? Well, the Bible like, comes from God, so that's not made up, right? Is that what yeah. you're saying, Alex? See, that's, that's not, not made exactly up, exactly right? what I meant. That's general, uh, right? This is coming from a guy who has never done drugs, so that's really saying something. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Um, yeah, the point is, we can just dude. make up whatever name we want for like. Anyway, so if we say you know, it's a fist of bats, it just is. Here's the thing about bats. Can I, say we. This? Yes. I used to find bats because uh, you know you have the Batmans, you have the Draculas, mm-hmm, you have mm-hmm. lots of things that try to make a, a lot of anti bat propaganda. Scary. Yeah, but here's the thing: when you really kind of take the time to look at bats, they're kind of just puppies with wings. Yeah, bats are um, awesome. Big fan They're very bats. adorable. Cute. There are some terrifying bats. Yeah, I was about to say, okay. I beg to differ. No, so I... here's the thing about terrifying bats is that if you film a bat, if you take pictures of them straight on, the way their mouth is shaped, it looks like a grimace and it looks like an attack. But if you put your camera just like 10 degrees to the right, it looks like a really cute smile. So it's just that mm. we have chosen to photograph bats' bad sides oh. for years to make I them look know. terrifying. I don't yeah, know, and- man. You ever, you ever been under a house right with now. a bat, man? You ever been underneath a house with a bat? I've been, been under a house with a bat, man? No, I haven't. I'm yeah, sorry. we were, <laughs> we not... were fucking. <laughs> no, I just mean, have you ever been down there? You know, you can't oh stand up all the Wait, way. Guys, guys, you need to stop what you're doing. <laughs> look up look up Beauty Cofer's epauletted fruit bat. No, I can't. I, That's I don't even words. know what, what are you saying? Said. How about you drop that in the link instead of telling us to look it up? It's it's a better experience if you have the shock of finding this in your path. Okay, but how do I how do I find right, here, it? Here, here's the link. Here's the link. It's the first one. What did you say though? Beauty. It's like Beauty Kofers. B u e t t. Oh, that's a very cute bat. K o f e r, epauletted fruit bat. Wait, is that the one that I put in the chat or the one that? I don't know, man. Where's your Where's your link? I don't have it. I don't where's have your chat? Epileted oh, <laughs> fruit bat. Here, it's the first one on this board. Panda. Oh, oh, I found it. Found it. Found it. Found it. Oh, look at his little eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Mine's just a straight yeah. dog, like a straight puppy face. Yeah. Let's. Yeah, yeah, trust me, man. You don't want. That's not real. You don't want to be stuck under a. You don't want to be stuck under a house with that bat. It would not. It would not that, look as that fun. That bat has. Um, the face of a serial mascot wolf. It has a dog's face. It does have a dog's face. Weird, just a dog. Weird bat. Dog's face. Yeah. So but, yeah. So what Anthony was saying they're cute. They're also yeah. inc- here's here's my thought because I also find spiders a little a little scary, but for the same reason as bats, they kill bugs. You're on my team. That's how yeah. it works. Yeah. If you're anti bug, you are a pro me. Also, I think I've said this before, but aren't spiders like the only animals like actually doing good like they're like doing well <laughs> in the world i mean they are <laughs> the only animals doing good you're, like, all you're looking for wolves some... are out committing crimes yeah <laughs> but, well but, but you can't trust them with, you with can't trust spiders, them with spiders we keep building all these community t- service so <laughs> yeah. we, you know? i just mean like we're building houses everywhere and spiders are like we can live in that that's fine <laughs> like we're not losing habitat we're gaining habitat that <laughs> is that what you meant by doing good is they're just like they don't mind well it's like you know Know, overall, it just feels like everybody's doing kind of poorly, animals and us included. Yeah, no, but you don't mean, oh, doing well, not doing good. 
Yeah, yeah spiders we just may- like always posting just like hashtag blessed, which is like another great day for being a spider. <laughs> I just think I, I'm pretty sure I haven't looked this up at all, but it I just think spiders like are thriving. doing pretty good. Like they just yeah, they seem like they're thriving in a world where there's not a whole lot of thriving going on. So I think it's them, like that's their credit. Yeah, you can at and least if, feel happy for them. You know, my feeling is if you see a spider in your house and it's alive, that means there's enough bugs for it to live on. And so if you got rid of it, you would have a, a spider's worth of more yeah. bugs. And, so and you, you don't you want always, that. No, you should never not. get rid of you them. Gotta no. keep the spider around, even if it's terrifying. Dude, my front porch right now, because we live in the woods, like you said, mm-hmm. covered in spiders. And oh, I'm just like, God. heck yeah, dude. Can we get some more <laughs> spiders living in here? It's like an insect wall. There's I... no bugs getting in. I like bats too, and bat like because uh, Austin has all those really cute bats that hang out under bridges. Mm-hmm. And you can see a big, you can see a, a fist of bats fly at night every night. It's Thank really you. fun. I was uh, <laughs> I learned something incredible about bats and the way they um, can adjust their screams to like counteract the Doppler effect, so oh, that they cool. can like. Like while they're in motion, yeah, their their ears and like their like vocal things are designed in a way that they can like keep as they're moving, adjusting their sound to count naturally counteract the Doppler effect, which is the um, effect that makes a car go. Yeah, so like the thing that like so that they can find bugs and things like that, like it's a really really amazing evolutionary thing. And the really cool thing about how scientists discovered this uh, was they pit bats in little swings Aww. and they swung them back and forth and adjusted their pitch. Oh, and the graph is really weird because it's like as they swing forward, the effect matches perfectly like the sound fluctuates perfectly with the Doppler effect. And then as they swing backwards. Uh, it doesn't, and they couldn't figure out why that was. This is so weird. And then someone mentioned uh, bats don't fly backwards. Yeah, they don't fly backwards. So they, they would have no reason to do yeah. that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, That's they funny. can do it naturally going forward. I'm so Are glad they just that doing this, this show became pro bat because I was. Oh, yeah. Nothing wrong with bats, but no, I yeah. imagine just that that a bunch of scientists just like going around, and then the bats are just like. <laughs> well, right. well of course the, the hardest part was to train the bat dads to push them on the swings <laughs> that's not but bad. it's worth it okay um we've got a show to do that's not entirely oh, yeah. about bats Jeez. um but we do have some uh first i want to just thank um, our fabulous meat buddies who keep the show moving we have a new meat buddy who we're going to do a thank you segment for soon and uh also just like if you want more amateur bat content if you want more things we vaguely remember page buddy go to metreon.com and we really appreciate everybody who supports the show we really should have done anyway we're going to talk about that in a second in fact so first our first segment today before we talk about the movie it's the news and in the news this week i'm going to do a special themed segment where all the news stories are about oopsie doodles so first up Afghanistan. No, just kidding. Um, first up, <laughs> first up, uh, after the brutal ribbing that we gave them last week and some serious reporting from Claire McNear uh, that unearthed many offensive sexist comments on his podcast, Sony has removed Jeopardy host Mike Richards after just one day of filming of the new season of Jeopardy. Um, so we did it, you guys. It was us. It was mostly us in our news segment last week. We got rid of him. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's good. we finally that's good 
fucking got that guy finally got what he deserves. An easier job <laughs> that pays better. To continue and... to stay on as executive producer. Yeah, <laughs> finally. <laughs> right? This is so. What'd you say, uh-huh. An EP of two shows, right? Yes, so and also like... Wheel. Yeah, he's so yeah, Wheel he, he, he still has his two very, very impressive high-paying mm. jobs. Yes. Not the third one, though. That's too many. The one yeah. where, he, yeah, I, I mean, there has been persistent rumors this week that he is also going to be fired from that. But then yesterday, Sony was like, no, we're keeping him on forever, um, which is just so strange. It's so weird. It's like he's too offensive to be in front of the camera, but we want him in charge of a show he just got fired from. He's kind of a baby bear's bowl of porridge of problematic stuff, basically. (laughs) He's just just right behind the camera. He's he's not too much, Uh, not not enough. He's a perfect amount for a producer. He said um, he said it'll be ill. He said it'll be fine. Yeah, can you imagine yeah, yeah. whoever gets the host job having to work for the guy who wanted to be oh the my host? God. Oh my god! No, yeah. That's the funniest thing of yeah. relationship that is going to be. Oh, yeah. it's going to be uh, awful, especially because you know they're going to like overcorrect, right, and like get probably like uh, a person of color or a woman or something like that. I wouldn't Which call that overcorrecting not, so much as like not, the normal thing that they should have done no, in the first in place. Not in like a bad way. I mean, like him as a lead being like, "Well, I clearly we have to like go overboard." And the, I mean, they're gonna do something like get uh, Blossom, who's like a really you know huge anti-vaxer and anti-science person. So that's gonna wait. That's the lead. When you say Blossom, uh, that's um. Uh, Mayim Bialik. Yeah, yeah. The one. So, so she was originally announced as. The host of new spinoffs, if we come up with any, which they did, like didn't actually have any plan. It was a real weird job, but yeah. So partial anti-vaxxer uh, blossom will take over temporarily as yes, the main host. That is just like it's just going from worse to another, and whoever it it's is, it's a different I, bad for sure. Yeah, I wish like the the we had, were talking about it in the group chat. There was that woman that um, Alex Trebek wanted. Yeah, I haven't seen this story before. Popular. Was that? Alex had picked out a he had a handpicked successor who was not even considered for this job. And yeah. that actually so one of the things I learned from more reading is that last week when I mentioned Mike Richards was originally in charge of the host finding process, but then he got he recused himself when he became a candidate and it wasn't clear how much he actually was cheating. And the answer was with more reporting this week, definitely he was still cheating. Like even though he had recused himself, he got to choose which tapes of each of the guest hosts were submitted to these test audiences, which doesn't seem even a tiny bit fair. That's like, like the criminal doesn't get to pick the lineup at the police station. Yeah. That's very strange. Also didn't like some hosts only get like one shot, which didn't really make sense to me. Like well, other people he, got to stay on for like a week. There and were then... different amounts. A week of Jeopardy shows is one day of filming. Oh, sure. Some people got longer, I believe. And, <laughs> and also, yeah, like LeVar Burton, who was like the internet's main pick. And I still think a really solid choice um, wasn't even considered in the first round, but then eventually they, he caved to pressure and allowed LeVar to have a couple of days. But Anyway, just to, to elaborate a little bit also on the uh, what, what got him in trouble this time. So firing women for getting pregnant and making a toxic work environment in his previous job, not a big deal. But he hosted a podcast briefly called The Random Show, where the dumb part is spelled D-U-M-B, random show. Oh, my God. Um, and it was him talking to other people he worked with at uh oh there's more to the story i thought it was like well we found this podcast it was called random so that should fired. be enough i think i think that's definitely enough to ha- fire him forever is just the name of that show i would have thought that'd yeah. be enough but then also on the show wait, 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 money way about this 
Alex, what's your better title <laughs> for that podcast? I mean, is if your if your pitch is that it's about dumb random things? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Come on. Come on, Alex. Uh, <laughs> Polish it, Alex. Come on. No, I mean, do it in that show. No, Alex, polish it and do it in that sing rapping. You always talk about how easy it is. <laughs> I'm not doing this. I'm not giving into this peer pressure. But the right, that's shows. the name of it. I'm not giving into this peer pressure. That's the name that's, of your podcast. I'm not giving into this peer pressure. What kind of yeah. fucking shitty if name. If I was, was doing that, a Alex? show about producing uh, The Price is Right, it would be called Closest Without Going Over. Oh, that's great. That's okay, a I did good it. one. I did it. All right, I saved it. But anyway, apparently on the show, he just always asked his co-host to show him uh, his uh, her boobs. That's what he asked every week. He's real, just a real tool. Mm, that um, sounds like a horrible segment. It doesn't sound bad. Yeah. Anyway, he's just the worst. Anyway, um, other news. Our other news in Oopsie Doodles this week. Uh, OnlyFans, after announcing that they were no longer going to allow sexually explicit material, website that exists exclusively for sexually explicit material, OnlyFans announced they are now going to allow sexually explicit material. So, um, yeah, as you just found this out uh, a second ago and said it to the chat, but it was already on the news stories. So OnlyFans, briefly not porn, but still porn. Yeah, you, uh, you, they almost went full Tumblr. Yep. Exactly. You don't fuck around. Well, no, actually, the thing about Tumblr is that there was a lot of there was a lot of sexual explosive material, but there was also other stuff. OnlyFans, there was no other stuff. No. Well, no. First off, there is other stuff, and technically, there wasn't a lot of other stuff. Even the (laughs) other stuff on Tumblr was still porn, right? Like, okay, all right. Yeah, there wasn't necessarily porn, but there was furry erotica on Tumblr. So I I guess you want to. I always get like. and there's always room for, I mean, it's because what it was was OnlyFans was taking away explicit porn. Right, you know, right. There's you always could, sexually non-explicit and stuff right, like so that. Right, so you could you, know, you could be you could be naked, but you couldn't touch anybody. Also, wait, yeah, follow up yeah. on Anthony. Is furry erotica not just called ferotica? That's what I'd call I mean, it if it was a podcast starring Mike Richards. Ferotica. Oh, man. Solid. And yeah, why is it not called that? Um, yeah, so they they almost went full Tumblr. There was like a week where they weren't doing that, and I just we sh- it, I'm now mad because you were just joking about this uh, a second ago. But I feel like we should have announced a read and weep only fans during the week where it was not porn. Yeah, we should have immediately. On this. Yeah, We're been like, yeah. hey, you can't have porn. Here's another way you can some terrible meat pun. Oh, it was. It was just such funny news. It would be. It would be like if, uh, if like Xbox announced no more video games. Yeah, yeah, we're we're not a video game platform. There's no money in it. I mean, (laughs) technically, that was what the Xbox One originally was, and why Microsoft is in the situation they're in now. Their pitch was yeah, buy this box for some reason. But if they were like the new Xbox, it just is for Microsoft Teams. That's what it feels like. Uh, yeah, that was it. Was such a funny story. It was like, do you guys not know what's on your website? Like, this is weird. It was so bogus because yeah. you you would read the story and it would be like, well, the problem is they're not getting like investors, and it's like, well, what? I mean, what is there to invest in if the if it doesn't have a purpose anymore? Like, I don't yeah, know yeah, yeah. yeah. Apparently, it was an easier thing to say. Look, we're making all of this money, but we're going to pivot into not making money, and all the investors <laughs> would like, show no, up. Don't do that, please. <laughs> It'd be like, so, so it doesn't have a reason to exist anymore. <laughs> oh yeah, take my money. Oh yeah, yeah. that yeah. sounds like a great uh, idea. It's very funny. I mean, it is. That says so much about a culture and how fucked up this world is in a lot of, <laughs> especially America's, uh, like sort of in. Like, a relationship with sexual content. Yeah. The fact that this incredible, uh, pop, incredibly popular 
uh, product, OnlyFans, has trouble uh, getting funding. But a product like Quibi, which is so <laughs> shitty and such an obvious fucking failure, yeah. can raise like $2 billion in a few weeks. But like OnlyFans, well, which okay, has millions okay. of users. In Quibi's defense, their pitch to investor was, we found a way to screw unions. I understand why bankers would jump on that financially but even if they didn't actually sound like a good idea like the pitch to investors was like we think we can hurt people and take more money from our artists yeah, so that's and, like and appealing also just like and plus when people are commuting they're really going to want to have short bits so as long as people keep on commuting in a normal way like they've been for last dozens and dozens of years we should be totally fine no problem do you but okay so anthony i i appreciate what you're saying about this but i do wonder because a like if you, I don't know, I don't know anything about OnlyFans' origin story. But if they if they launched as page, a Patreon competitor and they were like, "We're going to get a bunch of podcasts to beg for money this way," and then a week later they were like, "Oops, all porn." Like, not that that would be necessarily immoral to run a porn site. It obviously wouldn't. But like, it could be not what you got into the business for, right? I well, I would argue one. I I would end up I would rather start a funding site like this and end up being like a porn site than being like something like GoFundMe, which is used solely right. to fix a broken medical <laughs> system in this country. Like no, that's it's not way more only depressing. That. Sometimes our friends ask for money to go on tour. Yeah, but it's just so <laughs> like it's just sad that like they this this product yeah. that it's like it's just what we as a society view sex workers as yes view sex at it's just it that people are like oh I don't want to give my money for that but oh you know I'll get scammed into you know this horrible Theranos or Quibi or right right, right. any of these other obvious yeah people loved funding a scams. medical testing site that couldn't do any tests so yeah it it's just insane. Um, actually that also makes me think that they were lying like if you have this successful of a platform and you can't find investors you are bad at finding investors this is on you yeah because people will invest i've watched shark tank a lot people invest in terrible ideas Dude, it's freaking i mean it's porn like why do you yeah. it's a good investment. right right how is this a hard <laughs> pitch to investors you're like do you know what people I, are you worried people are going to stop liking na naked people yeah like, like not what, a worry. what's the concern here yeah oh well, i mean honestly that kind of gets into the even more fucked up it's like oh wait you're empowering sex workers to support themselves oh no no if this was like a like a porn hubs esque site when we're like exploiting user uh, <laughs> performers yeah, yeah sure let's invest in that that's that's sensible but right. this platform that empowers sex workers to be self-employed and to control their own content and their own bodies that is like a problem for well, us it's Speaking it's of insane. speaking of uh, poor decisions that were reversed very uh, firmly, <laughs> let's move on to our homework mm. in segment two. This week for the homework, we are talking about Dracula Untold, the 2014 American dark fantasy action film directed by Gary Shore, starring... The winner of the Young Michael Shannon Lookalike competition, Luke Evans, and former guest star of Are You Afraid of the Dark, Sarah Gadon, and of course, The Hand of the King. Uh, oh yeah. Man, they, they really went through a lot of Hands of Kings, though. 
He really That's true. He, yeah. Yeah. Um, what else was uh, he? He was like, he was other jobs first. Just, look, uh, the bad guy. Like, uh, yeah, but kind of like a fun old British hot bad guy. I don't know. I yeah, like, I'd I like say Charles Dance. Charles Dance. Yeah, I'd say Charles Dance was more of a, um, uh, I, I mean, I use the reference everyone knows him as, as the bad guy from Last Action Hero, which <laughs> sure. is actually yeah. the role. Yes. He, he's well, should so, be known from. So this is the first attempt at the dark universe, and we are going from Universal, and we are going to um we're gonna have a special three-week episode uh, series where we talk about th- the three times that Universal Studios tried to make a dark universe about their famous monsters. Because they tried and failed and like restarted from scratch three times and during the course of these three episodes we are going to solve the problem and tell tell the world what universal studios should have done and how to make a dark mm-hmm. universe that actually works we are going to solve this yeah. we're going to solve it a little piece at a time but each week we're going to work on it a little bit and at the end we will have a solid solution to the monsters universe yes yeah. so i mean like this is a series that started from uh a horrible, non-interesting piece of trivia, right? The end of Rise of, and post-Marvel MCU, uh, people would say, you know, technically, Universal Monsters were the original cinematic universe. Because oh. uh, the old movies were all connected in, in by having crossovers or whatever. Yeah. Right? So okay. like because they felt they feel this entitled like, well we technically did it fifty years ago, but we didn't know we did it and we didn't realize there was money in it until they did it. Well, but so also, now also the universe is in their name. Like they have yeah. to own universes. They're universal pictures. Yes. So um, they tried several times, and here, but here's the thing about this: not not only are they miserable failures, I wanted them to work. So that's why we're trying to fix it instead of just making fun of it, because this idea should work. People love cinematic universes, and monsters are super fun. And I think there's a world of universal yeah. monsters that would go well. Uh, yeah, so another part is I I mentioned this last week off air uh, but what's really fascinating about this is you look at all the other cinematic universes that have come in the wake of the MCU right you have the the DC universe which is like a train wreck but fuck it these movies are getting done but the train is uh, continuing to move yes kings of monsterverse yeah. everyone hates the movie too bad they already filmed all of them they're coming out whether you like it or not. You get what you get. Yeah, and too bad so we inter- already filmed all of them. Is such a good slogan. <laughs> and what's so crazy about the Universal uh, Monster thing is that they have now gone to bat, been like, "All right, guys, we're fucking doing it. We're making Dracula Untold, the beginning of a monster universe." Oh wait, you guys hated that. We're sorry. We're sorry. We take it back. We take it back. This is no longer a thing. Okay, this time, it's the mummy. New <laughs> universe, new cast. We have all these people. Oh, you hate that as well. Okay, we're very sorry. We really <laughs> apologize. We take it back. Okay, this time, we're going to be a little bit cooler about it. A little bit more subtle. Yeah. And that's how we get to Invisible Man. And that's but our ha- three movies we're going to watch. Um, one thing that you pointed out also off air last week is that the um, – list of upcoming films in the dark universes is hilariously long and of just things that are not working that are not happening um 
T- TBA unreleased pre-production currently shelved is the status of like 14, 15 movies in this universe. Yeah, with some of the biggest movie stars acting today. Yeah. Uh, all attached. All probably had pay or pay pay or play contracts. Yeah. Like Javier, Javier Bardem probably got paid more money to not play Frankenstein <laughs> than all three of us will ever make in our lives. You but know? so some of these movies that could have been were Frankenstein, Bride of Frankenstein, The Invisible Woman, Monster Mash, which hell yeah. Um, yeah, it's just it's just the making of the of the it's like it's like um that thing you do but with a bunch of monsters making a hit song it's a great great option i totally that would could yeah. totally work or it could just be like they just take those lyrics and somehow force it into a story i mean it is basically a story that's like yeah. this was happening late at night and then it's a story um also van helsing wolfman uh phantom of the opera hunchback of notre dame Wow. Uh, Invisible Man 2, Scorpion King. So many so many movies that could have happened and are not happening now. Um, but let's talk about this week. Let's start by talking about their first failure, Dracula Untold 2014. Let me give you my patented uh, eight bullets, uh, but one of them is really beefy. Um, so we'll say eight and a half bullets. Micro Sounds summary. Right. Same length it always is. You have right. so many patents pending for so yeah. many versions of <laughs> this. basically the same like, thing. I have a patent you, attorney on on retainer, so I might as well get some out of it. Consolidate some of these patents you have. Alex. Just any micro really... summary of any number of bullets. I don't know. It's too vague. Oh. I wouldn't accept it. Okay, so it's the 15th century, and Vlad is an impaler with a heart of gold. Um, he impaled, <laughs> yes, but only because he knew it would prevent future impalings. It's a real end of the spear justifies the means of the spear kind of prince that Vlad was. Um, And he is running a kingdom now. He's he's reformed. He's wonderful. Everyone loves him. No impaling anymore. Even if he gets the itch to impale, he doesn't. Uh, But unfortunately, he has no army whatsoever. And so he is uh, a prince under the rule of the brutal Ottoman Empire, um, the sultan of which occasionally demands a tithe, just like any normal person would of a thousand young boys. Um, In this case, he's going to use them to help conquer the rest of the world, which is annoying, but Vlad is willing to play along until they change the number to the more joke book-esque 1001 young boys, including Vlad's son. Oh no, not Vlad's lad. Now Vlad's, he's a good dad. So now he's got to get mad. And when Vlad gets mad, Vlad gets a tad bad. So he goes to this wolf guy who lives in the mountains and was tricked by the devil into getting a lot of power, but staying in the mountains. It's it's weird. And Vlad is like, sure, okay, you were tricked by the devil, but I can make a deal with you and Ergo with the devil that will make me powerful and nothing will ever go wrong, which sounds like probably it will go wrong, right? That's how we all feel. But you have to remember this is the 15th century. It's early on. Back then, people didn't realize deals with the devil never were. They had no tropes yet. That was exactly. the problem. It was a pre-trope. <laughs> um, so they, they're just like, deals with the devil. Well, it's a deal, so I'm yeah, sure it'll be fine. Yeah, pretty good. Don't know about yeah. his devil character, but yeah, I bet he's trustworthy. <laughs> he, sees, he likes to make a deal, yeah. Um, yeah, this is also, uh, the subtitle of this movie was uh, The Devil Goes Down to Transylvania. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Anyway, so he goes, he makes this deal, uh, and Vlad's deal is ironclad. He gets to be super rad for three days, but if he drinks any blood, and he's really going to want to, 
he becomes a vampire forever. It won't be just a fad. So Super Chad Vlad kills the entire Turkish army uh, by himself. Not a lot of trouble to be had. And the thirst that was supposedly unbearable turns out is like extremely bearable. It's just like not an issue at all, except one time it gets like a little bit inconvenient when he's trying to bang. But other than that, he's like fine, which is weird. Oh, um, also, but- also there's a time where it's like, hey, bud, you want blood? He's like, nah, man, get out of here. Yeah. It's like the most bearable thirst I've ever seen on uh, in a movie. It's very strange. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I've craved, uh, I don't know, Mountain Dew Code Red more than, than, than <laughs> I don't even like it that much. Well, if I have coffee in my hand and I see someone else drinking coffee, I crave a new coffee more than this guy craved blood. What What's so upsetting about that, too, is that it's impossible to get invested uh, in his struggle with whether he will or will not drink blood and become uh, a vampire in a movie about... Here, let me check notes. Oh, Dracula? <laughs> it, oh, oh my god. I'm on the edge of my seat. Will Dracula end up being Dracula by the end <laughs> of this Dracula movie? Wait, is that what you're telling me? Oh my god. Oh, I'm on such the edge point. of my seat. Right. In, agonizing pain you were having more trouble trying to figure out how it was going to turn out than he was not drinking blood yeah just it was so silly yeah also the so the the stretching that they have to do to make vlad the impaler the good guy is like so ridiculous and then you know how it's going to end and so there's just the stakes are incredibly low all of the time Uh, stakes Uh, are stakes are heart level buddy (laughs) there are some stakes later um there's also some silver in one of the scene i think the movie's only good things um was the silver coins in the final battle which we'll get to Mm. um but uh anyway he like kills you know almost the entire army by himself but there's like a little bit left and it's the end of the day and he oh just forgot to pay attention to his wife getting thrown off a tower so she dies but before she dies she's like hey it's like 10 minutes till you the end of your deal and you would have just gotten away with all of this but like why don't you drink my blood and kill all of the turks and so he's like well yeah i guess it's a good point you can't say no to you know it's his wife dying in front of him so he's like yeah sure um and so to save their son yeah i mean fine probably like you've killed so many you've killed 99 percent of this army oh anyway. well, it's kind of like the reverse dumbo right where it's like it's like, actually dumbo it was the magic feather you really needed that <laughs> go drink some blood and get that feather back yeah that's so true it's like actually the magic was not inside you it was the deal with <laughs> the, the devil that really was not inside it. you all along yeah yeah um also his wife has one of those classic um fall from a very high tower and land and seemingly be okay, but just dying and just knows she's going to die in in a minute. Also, she's falling flat and he is diving after her. And like he for, and he's a vampire. Like he for sure could have caught her. I, yes. That, yeah, that terminal velocity of that was fall very, was very confusing to bonkers. me. I'm glad y'all cleared that up because, uh, you know, I also watched this at two times speed, and it was like one. The fall was very fast, and I was like, "Oh, did she die? Did she not die?" Uh, I guess I wasn't really sure the whole blood drinking situation there. Yeah, so he, so she's like, "Take my blood," and he's like, "Sure, cool." But then he's like, "You know what? Actually, would make this whole job a lot easier. What if I make some more vampires?" And so he makes much more. He makes a little outsourcing. Makes, absolutely, yes. he makes Delegate. whatever what we all refer to as a fist of vampires, and then they go out and they kill all of the Turks. Which is fun fact: why we don't speak Turkish right now. Um, but they, oops, all, you know, it's like, oops, all vampires. They kill all of the good guys also, 
I think this I, part is also pretty messy, and I was watching on an airplane. But a uh, except a for one pre- son and one monk, and yes. so he sends the son off to live with the monk and kills all the bad vampires. This is probably the I'm I'm off script right now, but the craziest part of this vampire can't be out in the day it burns his skin they establish that's true in this world but then he can just make a cloud that covers the whole city so he can be out during the day but then he can also just move the cloud and it kills the other vampires but not him all the way just most of the way it well, is alex so they got bananas kind of, that they got finale. bored alex they got bored with the rules to dracula they wanted to make a dracula story but they were bothered by all of the lore There's you too know many, too much lore too many rules yeah well, okay. so they, they were like we don't really like the whole day time thing it's annoying because we got to write all the stories to happen at night and it's right. like how do you write you know it's expensive to shoot. happening at night yeah. you know it's hard to do to write at night so but then also at the end they sort of like double back they were like you know, like, actually, we'll bring it back because I think it'd be cool if he died, I guess, for a second. But no, but he also, doesn't he's die. He's just like, it turns out if it's if if it's outside, but the sunlight ray does not hit him. So like, like he, the silver burns his skin, but not his shoes. So like yeah. all Dracula has to do to be invincible is like wear a jacket. Yeah. Like you can't, yeah. If, he, if, if Drac gets a hoodie, he is unstoppable. What happened to the coffin? Was there a coffin? There was no, no coffin, coffin right? sleeping yet. Yeah. So the that's coffin yeah. Sleeping is my favorite part, man. Yeah, wait, like, you okay. can't get rid of that. I was going to talk about all the other rules of vampires, but we have to stop on that for one second. Why is that your favorite part? Dude, it's just, it's so cool. Like, it, yeah. it, it doesn't really make sense, you know, because it's like, why does he have to sleep in a coffin? He's not dead. He's it's not a, a zombie. Yeah, I've he is never dead. thought He's... about this, Hunter. It does not make sense. They could still <laughs> just, like, blackout curtains Dude, in a bed. Yeah, yeah, you could just, like, get some, you know, I've got actually blackout curtains up right now. I'm using that Duvain stuff that they use to shoot films, and, like, oh. I got it real dark in here. You know but what I mean? you might want to also have the extra protection of a box in case the curtain falls while you're it's sleeping. You don't want to die. It's for sleeping, though. Does like when you turn into a vampire does it make you more comfortable in enclosed spaces what if you have agoraphobia like well, what do they have oh. a nice like it's like a it's a very nice pillow and it's all lined you know it's one of the fancy coffins you I don't mean, get a cheap it wooden does box. look like a good coffin almost all the time it looks like i've always said when i watch a dracula movie i'm like that's damn nice that's a good coffin, coffin. Yeah, yeah 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 for sure also they sleep on their backs which is supposed to be better for you i think yeah, oh, really? that's good. Yeah, that's is, there a little, is there like maybe a little wet bar in there? Like, can they like make a make a little drink for themselves? Well, right. I is thought there... they also don't sleep, so yeah, maybe they're just hanging out in there. Yeah, oh, maybe yeah, a little wet bar. They sleep. That's a okay. good question. Wait, 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 upgrade, upgrade. Sorry, real quick, upgrade for your coffin. A hamster bottle full of human blood. Oh my oh, god! Yeah, so you can like just drink. Right there. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's yeah. fun. It wouldn't um, be that hard to be a vampire. I think we can all agree. Well, this is you know this is the thing with the like so many monsters and so many like lore. The reason why. They have a bunch of silly, like garlic or whatever, is because otherwise they're OP, right? Like he's right. got super strength, spidey vision. He can see see slash hear through any animal around him. Um, he can sprint incredibly fast. He can turn into bats. He can control a fist yeah. of bats. Right. He's and he can kill anybody instantly. Like he's too strong. You have, oh, yeah, have those, more weaknesses. Can we talk about how those fight scenes were so boring? Like I have never not seen a, a CGI fight scene. Like more well, it, boring than yeah. the Dracula one. Just I mean, swoops around. It's all over. Is the key word I would use to describe <laughs> why the this universe failed while this movie fails, and what I mean by like, I okay. So I've been thinking about this this week about like what is the MCU besides you no know, it 
it started, you know, as a pretty small thing. They built it one brick at a time. Uh, but a huge part of it was the the brilliance of casting Robert Downey Jr., right? Like, if, sure. if you had any other actor who didn't understand the character as well as Robert, Robert Downey Jr. did, who doesn't have the charisma and the yeah. writing. I mean, I, watching this movie, I was blown away that, like, okay, you're starting off this universe. This is going to be a main character. And, like, tell me three things about Dracula. Like, you can, he is the most boring, stoic, uninteresting yeah, yeah. lead ever. Like, if they had launched Iron Man, with Luke Evans giving this kind of performance <laughs> as Tony Stark, we would not be here with no. 25 films later yeah. and the biggest no film franchise of all time. No way. Like, not so a- many of these... Well, and we also, we also have a million vampire stories. Mm-hmm. It's been done so many times in so many different ways that this choice of making it about, like, warring 15th century clans, I just don't care. I do and not it, care. It, and you know, to take the Marvel comparison back, like we, there's a lot of stuff to draw on for Dracula stories, and it's wild to me how little, you know. I mean, this is mostly like historical about Vlad the Impaler. It's more interested in Vlad the Impaler, yeah, a, per- a historic person yeah. that actually lived. And I don't want to pick a fight with Romania right now. Um, but Uh-oh. he was kind of he was I mean he let was let me check uh, our listener stats for Romania he, before you he say was this kind of horrible y'all I mean like I realize he might be considered like a historical hero but I think if he lived today he would it would be like you know genocide or war yeah, crime yeah, yeah, he'd like, certainly be cancelled for sure yeah. for there's no way he's not a great guy so I don't understand why they wanted to you don't need Vlad for Dracula it's yeah. not you, necessary Yeah. do you think that in like 1440 there was like two friends and being impaled on stakes. And as they were sitting there, you know, dying <laughs> in the sun, uh, I really hope one day somebody kind of repaints Vlad here as a heroic hero that saved his nation. Dude, um, yeah. Uh, Actually, this, that's very funny. That's, yeah, but that's like, yeah. it's, like, like so, the, it's really the, hitting me how fucked up that yeah. kind of detail yeah. is. Like, it's so yeah. weird that we're referencing people being impaled in like our superhero horror story. Like, it doesn't right. make any sense. Great. Quick update from May 26th, 2021 through August 26th, the current date when we're recording this. So, a period of three months, we have two downloads from Romania. So, two people. Yeah horribly offended by that um that's that's fair but i did just read actually that there have uh some like a romanian defense minister uh did come out and say like you know it's not cool the whole vlad thing that was actually not cool so there are so so there are two listeners in bucharesti are on board with you yeah i could go either way from bucharesti right in i'm curious yeah yeah how do you pronounce pronounce bucharest and how do you feel about uh vlad the impaler is it local hero Can we talk about, okay, so Charles Dance's character, who is credited as, like, vampire master, I also yes. saw him credited somewhere else as Julius Caesar. But oh, we'll, I think we'll, Caligula is what I heard also. Caligula, yeah. yeah. We'll, oh, okay. But let's put a pin in that. But I want to talk about, okay, okay. Well, just, sorry, just let me just get people caught up. It. So he's so this is like in early in the movie, 
they're wandering. Prince Vlad the Impaler is wandering around. And is like, oh, weird helmet. We should check out where that came from. And so they go up into the mountains, and there's like a weird wolf creature, and the floor is made out of bones, and he just eats everybody. But for some reason, he doesn't eat Vlad the Impaler. And then he's the one who later makes a deal with him. And because Vlad chooses to be um, a vampire forever, that frees uh, Charles Dance to just like become a normal dude again, maybe oh, with power, maybe with not. Yeah. But then uh, I didn't actually like finish my summary. So he, oh, he becomes the devil. Like he is like the, essentially he is. Okay. That's what I'm trying to get to. Okay. okay. Yeah, so Joe's dance uh, is like, he had some kind of deal with some kind of big, whatever would have been the Thanos of this universe, right? Like <laughs> the big evil yeah. and good, right? He gets caught in the middle he gets trapped in this fucking cave. Yeah. And here are the rules that he is going to be stuck in this cave uh, until he can find Siren, one person, into becoming a vampire. Yeah. That's all he has to do. So, yeah. what does he do? He violently murders and eats everyone who comes <laughs> into that cave no. until one guy comes in specifically asking, why isn't he just trying to Siren? Everyone I, who comes into that game. Why but, isn't he I just on Facebook like, hey, yeah. I've got this new great plan. You'll make a ton of money. Anthony, yeah, I, what? Oh, look, look <laughs> Anthony, I get this. Like, As someone who's been in marketing, everyone thinks it's so easy to do. But sometimes, <laughs> you know what? It's really tough. Lead gen can be tough. Sometimes yeah. Oh, yeah. you end up you know, killing all your potential people. Your acquisition costs when you live yeah. in a cave have got to be through the roof. Yeah. Yeah, he so. needs those Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross leads. <laughs> I, get those leads. I get it. I get it. He leads. Um... It, but that's true just, that's such a good point what a crazy it, thing it, it, okay so this whole movie has a thing with like you ever hear the the writing exercise how do you kill a vampire you ever heard the question no all right alex how do you kill a vampire practice um yeah you uh uh you uh, put us you put a stick through his heart no, the answer is you kill a vampire however the fuck you want to kill a vampire because vampires <laughs> don't exist, right? It's, uh, it's a, a thing that like this oh, doesn't seem do... like a writing exercise so much as a mean riddle. I like it. Yeah. I like this mean <laughs> riddle. Give me more yeah, mean riddle. <laughs> it's a it's a way to kind of like go oh I don't need to be boxed in by preconceptions. I can create my own rules. I can create my own story. You know, I, I remember and, that famous writing challenge where you try to write the really short story and it's like. Baby shoes, I hate you. You're stupid. It's that one. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Um, I mean, that's just specifically people talking to you for too long. Yeah, right. I think this is what you just did. Uh, you just gave me a mean yeah. trick where you got to insult me at the end. Uh, but no, every, it's not yeah. insulting. Everyone does that, right? It's it's designed to be like, oh yeah, I do. I get trapped in these boxes because I think that oh that's what everyone does. But you don't have to do that. But this movie goes into like creating rules that like. You don't have to create rules. It doesn't have to be a three-day limit. This movie could take place over months, and it could be like a six-month limit. It could well, be whatever you look, want. We've all been in a writers' be. meeting where someone's like, "We could use a ticking clock to keep this moving." Yeah, but the the fact that like they choose the most convoluted, stupid it's so convoluted. Clocks, it's ugh. so silly. And I okay, so but so I think I'm probably going to be the biggest proponent of the dark universe on this three this three episode series. I really want this universe to work. And one of the main reasons is because I do not care for the MCU. I think that most of the things that bore me about this movie are things that I feel like all, I feel the same way watching most of the Marvel movies. I just it's a, it's a boring genre to Wait, me. Alex, it's not like you don't have to have a any universe that you like. 
No, right? this is what I'm saying. I, I yes, I do. This is my <laughs> this my runner-up universe for not getting the MCU. This is your your Pepsi to MCU's code. Exactly. This yeah. yeah. Yep. This I, is my I Warner Brothers to Disney Plus. This is your RFC to Coke, is what this it is. is my, Let's be honest. Yeah, yeah. I call this, it Pepsi. This is my Adidas for sure. I just love the second place team. We've talked about yeah. that before. But I do, I want this to work. And I'm really open to monsters in a way that superheroes are not interesting to me. Monsters are super fun. And vampires, there's so many good vampire things. And mm. so my actual, as far as like what you take and leave from the lore is like one of your main strengths is you get to pick from all of this lore and pick which version you want. And one of the reasons why Twilight is not very good as a monster book to me is because she just makes all of it up and just takes her leaves at such random weirdness and then adds her own silly things that don't make any sense in terms yeah. of power and limiting power that it's very frustrating. But like, I love, you know, like, um, or like, I really love the show, what we do in the shadows. And they've like picked a very specific genre of vampire lore that counts. And that's the rules that they deal with. And this, I feel like, took most of the Dracula, like the vampire lore that is interesting. I want silver. I want the cross. I want light to hurt him. Like, uh, stake through the heart. Like, those are the things that are like, these these are the core powers. These are like Spider-Man shoots web out of his wristicles for some reason. Like, that's his. this is his thing we know that we care about. And then you can tweak it a tiny bit or try to come up with a cool new way to do it. And they basically don't do that at all. They give him other powers. The only cool thing they do, the one cool thing they do is that they establish at the beginning that silver works and that he had to pay, in addition to his thousand young boys, he had to pay a tithe of silver coins to his enemy. And then in the one of the climactic battles, his enemy has lined the floor with silver coins. Yeah, and check also out silver bags. Bags of silver everywhere that he can smash and they fall out and they weaken him. And it's cool. And it's like, it's kryptonite. It's fun. Except yeah, and- he just wears shoes and it's fine. Like it just <laughs> he just doesn't buy like it's he's too powerful, but they come really and, close. That's the one and, insight they had was the coins, I thought. And if you like point a stake at his chest, the armor will start to like melt around it. That was just really get scared. Weird. I have no Detail. idea what was happening there. I was so yeah, confused was by all confused. of that. But I mean, I think that with this sort of series of the dark universes, I, I, I think that something we should we need to talk about with all of these movies and I, and this is something i mean pun uh intentioned here but when i say we need to figure out what exactly would be the end game of this universe right and i i mean that oh, yeah yeah. Like, yeah just don't fix it yet be, yeah, this is a good question the, we want to talk about that in a second yeah, let's talk about yeah. that in our fixing part but yes keep that in mind what do we actually want to happen out of this universe but I mean that in like uh, what would be like the end game narratively, but also the, the end Avengers game, end game, like yeah, the yeah, Avengers yeah. end game. You know, what totally, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. What so is we're, we're where is this going? Where is this Dracula? Well, yeah. This- so that's I didn't actually get to this part in the summary. So at the end of all of this, he's got all these evil vampires on his team, and then he gets mad at them, so he kills them all with his cloud power, which makes no sense. And then we see a scene in the future where it's now modern day, and. Vlad looks the same because he's a vampire. He's been vamping it up. He's hanging out. He's just at a market and he meets a person who looks just like his wife because it's the same actor and um, is like, oh, you're probably the reincarnation of my wife. And she's like, hey, you talk weird, but I'm charmed. And so they go off. And then we see that the guy from the mountain, the uh, Charles Dance is like in the shadows as well. And he's like, ooh, let the games begin. What game? 
What are these well, games? What games are beginning? Nobody yeah. wants any of the games you're just. So just the and, mountain guy and is introduced... following around the guy who got him out of the mountain. Right. They introduced Mina Harker, that character, as mm-hmm. if Mina Harker is some sort of very popular, like you know, like in in a Marvel movie, they'll be like, "Oh, it's this person," and comic book fans will freak out because they'll be like, yeah, oh, yeah. an adaptation of a character I'm already familiar with." Yeah. But like, <laughs> people are not like hot on minor characters from no. Ram Stoker's Dracula. No, like it doesn't yeah, matter. No, I, I don't care at all. Yeah, I mean, and, the, the guy that we would care about is Van Helsing, which gets his own movie later. But like, this is not a Van Helsing; it's somebody else. But, yeah, think about like what what possible problem are you going to have that the solution has to involve Dracula, the Mummy, and the Invisible Man? Like, don't, what, don't, don't yeah, what, don't spoil it. I want to get, I want to answer that in a minute. But yeah, this is not saying this, anything about that except maybe there's like a monster hunter. But that's the fundamental problem of the setup is that the monster is the good guy. So we don't have any monster hunting. So like Dracula has to be the the straight up hero of the next movie. But then there's this person haunting him. So that's the bad guy. Now Dracula's just getting away from a character we've never heard of. And also vampires generally bad. Monsters generally bad. Mm, so yeah. it's just it's such a confusing setup. And why is it that like he is able to be a vampire and have like a moral compass? But everyone else who becomes a vampire just becomes totally. like novelty evil. Like they go yeah. from warriors to being like, I want to eat you, boy, uh, yeah. within yeah. like an hour. Like, why? Yeah. But why he's fine. Is he, he keeps unaffected? his moral compass. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He prayed once. I think maybe that helped. I don't know. There's no. And then also the idea that this other guy is the bad guy, it's been like thousands of years right and the game is just the, just now the game begins you wait until he <laughs> yeah. found a girlfriend what was what was your game before that game i was watching a lot of netflix now <laughs> let the games begin yeah <laughs> 600 <laughs> years to set up the board like yeah what? this game has a really long preseason for sure <laughs> oh my condition is on point let the games begin <laughs> Well, um, we had to do the monster draft, and then there was contract <laughs> negotiation. It was the draft. It was the monster okay, so draft. Actually, I do think the monster mash is the key to all of this. Okay, we, 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 okay, you were getting the key. So, last thoughts on how bad this movie is, and then we're going to fix it. I, or I was there I anything in this movie that you did like? I didn't hate this movie. This is fine. Uh, okay. I, I wish I'd hated it more. I would be more well, excited to talk. Yeah, about yeah. It. Sorry, hates the wrong word. Then I think we all thought it was like, oh, whatever. It was just like a yeah. nothing burger of a movie, right? Yeah, it's like, like it was. It's like I kept looking at the screen, and it was like it was happening, but it just felt like it wasn't happening. Actually, <laughs> do you know what I'm talking about? Right. Like sometimes something is so boring and stale yeah. that you're looking at it, and it just feels like it, the your brain is trying to like force the information to not enter your dome place. That's how yeah. I felt watching the movie. Yeah. It's really just like such a nothing. And then also kind of like, I think just confusing in a couple of places. It's like, yeah. but yeah. this is the, this is why you should make more 90 minute movies. I keep like, if this movie had been another half an hour, we would all be furious. Yeah, that's very, it, very forgivable. It, the shortness of it, especially because you guys did it in forty-five. Like <laughs> this, is, it just doesn't take much of your day, so you can't I, stay angry. Yeah, no, well, I mean, I think the only thing you can really beat it up for is its ambition of like we thought it was going to be a whole big thing, and it's not. Sometimes that's fine, and I just think that's <laughs> like 
that's okay. Like, just take more big swings. I want every single movie that I see from now on to have a post-credits scene that sets up an entire possible universe. I don't want any of them to pay off. I think that's totally fine. Like, I want... I, you want more false start universes? Oh, my God. Dude, look, I love look, it. Look, no, yeah. We'll do. Look, I, this is my pitch, all right? At the end of Groundhog Day, all right, Bill Murray calls someone, right? And it's a, it's Egon. He says, like, guys, there's something weird in his neighborhood. We get a whole Murrayverse. <laughs> all right, of all Bill Murray's. <laughs> the Murray verse. I would yeah, also I like it, it if at the end of that movie he'd been like, yeah. he wakes up and he's like, wait, yesterday was Arbor Day or something, <laughs> where we just have to do it well, again. I mean, like, okay, so I think that's actually a fairly good uh, comparison to like what happened here. Like, imagine if they filmed Groundhog's Day. <laughs> they were like, we made Groundhog's Day, we love it. And then the studio came by and was like, this is great. But can it take place in the Ghostbusters universe? <laughs> and you were like, what? And they were like, yeah, yeah. We'll just reshoot like 20 minutes uh, and like make it fit in the Ghostbusters universe. Have this be right. Okay, and so this like, is what? the thing. You hinted at this before. And I didn't actually know this fact. So what you're saying is the movie was filmed just to be, hey, Dracula's free. And then they made a new Dracula movie. And yeah, then so this later they a... shoehorned it into the universe. Yeah, so this was started and produced as just a Dracula movie, right? Dracula Untold. It was going to be maybe its own franchise. Right, obviously the uh, sequel Dracula Told and then Dracula yeah. Retold. Um, they were like, hey, you, I mean, essentially it was like, hey, what if we like made Batman Begins, but with the aesthetics of like a shitty 300 knockoff, <laughs> right? Which uh-huh. is what this movie is. It's yeah. If you took Batman Begins and you took the movie 300 and you mashed them together really hard, that's basically Monster what you them. with this movie. Yes. <laughs> and Monster they, they filmed the movie and they were like, oh, uh, Universal was like, hey, we kind of, you know, think about it. Like what? Uh, Avengers came out in 2012, right? So comes out end of 2012 right fucking changes cinema right makes that you know that crazy 215 million dollar weekend or whatever breaks all these records holy shit we're in the universe business now right so they have this movie and they, they basically cut down a bunch of what they had and then they refilmed all the stuff so i imagine everything at the end was entirely reshoots. And then all this other, they had to cut out stuff that wouldn't fit in their universe. And then they added a bunch of stuff. Like, I, I'm curious how Crazy. much Charles Dance was in the original movie, you know? Right. Cause uh, he shows up as if we really care about him, but we didn't. Yeah. So maybe that's just cause they didn't write him as being important in the first one. He's just a wolf in a cave. Yeah. And so like it, they just kind of like, rather than trying from the beginning to make a thing but still i just can't yeah it's so weird okay so last thing i want to say about this that uh, irritates me is i whether or not you're doing a universe even if you're just making a series or even it's a one-off i just didn't think they had to kill his wife i think he he should have turned her into a vampire as well i was gonna say lady vampire i think it's called vampires now um turn her into a vampire also because all of the other like I could be, I could take the eternal damnation if I've got my wife to hang out with. Like, just give me a buddy to hang mm-hmm. out with for the rest of time. It's just such a bummer for him to be like, oh, now it's just this guy wandering around trying to have sex with women who look like his dead wife. Like, what a bummer. Just give him a friend. I like how the problem you have with it is the only thing that it took from the original story. Like, 
<laughs> like you just described the conflict of Dracula, the book, the story. Yeah, but there, yeah. Well, you know, it's like they should you, get you rid know of the that. classic writing exercise. How do you end Dracula? <laughs> yeah, the classic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's any way you want. It's open source now. It's free. You can just do it. You can just make it better. Yeah. Anyway, all right. So it, we let's move on. I think we've got a, a lot of hot energy to fix it. So let's get into our fixing segment three. For segment three, how do we fix this? Part one. So we're going to talk a little bit about the dark universe. We're going to make our first uh, fledgling steps towards trying to solve this problem and maybe even just solve this movie and then let it go from there. We'll see. We'll see where it goes. So, Anthony, your question, I think, is the key to start out with. You're going to you're sitting down. You want to make a dark universe. What is your end game slash Avengers end game of the series? Where do you want these? What's the movie where all the monsters are in the same movie? Yeah, is it a bigger monster or like? Right. So, okay, great option. Right, 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 right off the bat, the monsters have to turn up, turn like they have to team up to fight a greater monster. Love it, classic. I I've said this before on the show. I've, I I said this on our when we watched the Mummy the first time, which we're rewatching next week. Um, but I think this problem has already been solved. But there is like a piece of IP that already exists that you could just use, which is the Monster Bash pinball game. Uh, which is based on the Universal Monsters. And the premise of this pinball game is that all of the Universal Monsters have to get together to form a rock band. Yeah. Uh, So Dracula plays guitar and he wails. And then you got uh, Bride of Frankenstein is on vocals. You got the, uh, uh, what's the Swamp Thing on keys. Dude, this is such a good movie idea. Because you know what I love about it is it's so hip. Because what's bigger (laughs) Than the music of rock and roll right well, now. Okay, this it's movie was so in, this, this pinball was in 1998, so it was more maybe it was closer to when rock and roll mattered. But it's sure, like, yeah, dude, the Wolfman is on drums, and he's just an you know just like he's like Animal in the Muppets when he plays drums. He just rocks yeah. so hard. And uh, you've got let's see, you got um, Frankenstein's monster on keys, obviously, mm-hmm. and. Uh, Oh, the mummy is uh, playing either bass or rhythm guitar. It's hard to tell in this picture. And the game is so fun because you collect the monsters when you have all of them. They play the song and it's like a real fun song. Um, and you get to watch them all rock in the little screen. Anyway, Monster but Bash. You're saying is, this should be the Avengers Endgame. Exactly. That... So my Endgame is all of the Universal Monsters. You have a couple of them get their own individual movies. And then it's like, oh, shit. We have to enter this talent contest to win the money to save our local library. And so they then, all live. Okay, wait, wait, hold up, hold up, hold up. So we established that part just now. That wasn't in the pinball game, but there's a local library that they all really like. Sure, sure. So, there, so you're saying they the all monsters. live in the same town? That yeah, they're the monsters. Town. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, yeah. Okay. They, well, they, maybe it's like only one of them's from that town, but he like has to go around and like collect them. He's like, I need help, you know, to form my band, Monsters of yeah, Rock. Can they just all live in the same town? Because sure, I really don't town. want that. Yeah, one you're right. That's way easier. I mean, I think the the. The best idea for the end game is, is the one I just said. Uh, no, the one uh, oh, at yeah. the, at okay, the so... end of one of the movies, or in the first ten minutes of the final MonsterVerse, the big crossover movie, you have Abbott and Costello <laughs> murder the Invisible Man. <laughs> I've never actually and seen then, the Abbott and Costello mummy movie, but I would like to. That's like on my a list. Super serious. Super yeah. gritty take on yes. Abbott yeah. and Costello. I like yeah. this a lot. Who I like it. Are trying to kill the monsters. Um, I would love to see. Yeah, this is such a great idea. I, well, and then also, like, all of this is opening up. You don't have to make this 
like a grim, dark, boring universe. Like even if you call it the dark universe, that could be kind of a funny joke where it's actually like they're actually kind of rad. Because just like you were saying, the thing that makes the Marvel Universe work is Robert Downey Jr.'s charisma. And he's like a fun dude to hang out with. So you're going to have to make one of your main monsters right away a fun dude to hang out with. So make Dracula rad. Make him one of the fun Dracula, one of the fun vampires we've seen through. Make See, him Brad Pitt interview with a vampire. I'd watch yeah, more of that universe. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go a different direction with it, but we can keep we can keep going down this line of it because I what? I think the thing I disagree with with the dark universe in general is I don't understand why the monsters are heroes, and I don't think that there's a very good case for them to be heroes well, so, because right, so they are I, monsters. I think, in fact, if I remember correctly, in the Tom Cruise Mummy movie the monsters are still bad. They're still monsters. And uh-huh. that the movie is really about um, uh, Dr. Jekyll and a little bit his friend, Mr. Hyde. But they are a monster hunter that's going around killing yeah. all See, of these that's monsters. A monster, though. Yeah, that's a monster, though, that is a... <gasps> so it's a monster that, that kills yeah. monsters. Though. So, it, so, okay, wait, wait, wait. Actually, interesting. Now we have another idea. Monster that kills monsters. We've got sort of like a Dexter situation for monsters. Yeah. Well, okay, so spoilers <laughs> for The Mummy, but at the end of The Mummy, Tom Cruise, the monster hunter, becomes the titular mummy. Oh, yes. okay. Right? So it's like he absorbs the power that's to the become thing. So the that, mummy. That's what, so, yes. that's what doesn't work for me about this, yes. is that they're just saying, like, monsters are superheroes now. Yes, right? yes that's exactly like, it. That doesn't make any sense, because, you know, one of the things that makes the MCU work is that they have, you know, over, I don't know, like over 50 years of stories that they can just rip off and not pay the writers for um, right. forever. <laughs> and they can just keep ripping off, you know, these writers that they don't pay. Well, this um, is why Anthony's idea of Abbott and Costello is actually really useful, because you can just rip that off from Universal's products. Oh, see, that, th- and that's sort of what I'm saying, is that yeah. they, I think in order for a cinematic universe to work... There needs to be a large body of writing that we can steal from endlessly um, and well, never pay anyone for. This is actually, uh, <laughs> this is actually, I think this is almost more insulting, but I was just came across a Twitter thread uh, from a bunch of Marvel writers. And apparently if they steal from your comic book for their movies that make a billion dollars, solely at the box office they send you a five thousand dollar check and a ticket to the premiere that is that's that's how marvel pays you back for stealing Uh, your story idea uh they uh, send you a check for five grand and a ticket to the premiere gross uh, so you can watch actors well you know what we just found an advantage though because a lot of this stuff if you're making the dark universe a lot of the stuff you'll be ripping off is either public domain or well, it's not, you know, Abbott and Costello. I don't care that. Okay, wait. Actually, so this I like now. Wait, what if we say. do? Yeah, what is this? Maybe this is what you're going to say, Bill. What if instead of it just being Universal Monsters, it's the public domain universe? This this is the um, this is the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen idea. Yeah, it is actually. Yeah. It's literally the concept for League of Extraordinary yeah. Gentlemen. I've not seen it. Well, Tell me about it. Well, uh, it's so an Alan Moore comic book domain. property. That is. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. Captain Nemo and Je- Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. And oh, the nice, Man nice. And- oh, okay, but, okay, that's a fun no. idea. Here's what I was imagining. Okay, let's get fucking Stephen King meta on this shit, all right? Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. The characters become aware that they are characters from public domain okay. uh, stories that are crossing over, okay? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. 
what they have to do is they have to like compete against like a Disney analog that is trying to change public domain laws because oh. once characters become public domain they get to become alive in the real world, right? Oh. So okay. once the idea becomes free and non-owned, they become real. But once if they, like, characters who can't get released, like the Mickey Mouses of the world, are always stuck in, like, purgatory. Right. And they, the monsters need to bust them out. What do you think about that shit? Okay. I love it's this. interesting. I, I, got, I got one little bit of English to put on it, okay? Here's the thing. What do we know about being monsters? It it sucks, right? Like, um, you know, like these are immortal beings. I mean, and Dracula certainly does, right? Uh, 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 I see that. Well, I'm not I clear think... on this being that. Like, I don't know. I feel again, if if as long as uh, my wife could be there, I think it seems fine. Right. Well, I, but so what I'm saying is, I think the thing that these guys all have in mind is that I don't actually think they like being alive. So here's my pitch. Okay. Um, the <laughs> monsters. All are trying to die. All they want is to die. Okay, they're, they're like just the trying to. They want a sweet, the, sweet release in the new they, Toy Story. So they find out that they um, uh, that there's this monster. Like they're they're actually they find out that the um, that this dark universe thing is happening, which will like basically put them uh, like essentially immor- immor- uh, immortalize them. I guess even for like make it impossible. They're trying to destroy like make themselves. Because uh, maybe they they get more and more, uh, I guess, powerful every time someone tells their story. They're trying to kill their legacy. Um, they're trying to undo themselves. This somehow. Is a minor adjustment to Anthony's version, where they're trying I, to kill their legacy. Yes, they want. I, I don't think they want to live. You know, they don't want to be real. I think they want to die. Maybe maybe if you want where they become real and then they try to like become mortal and kill themselves, I'll buy that also. But mm. I think they're trying to like that. They want to find a way. How do they make it stop? Make the pain stop. That's why. That's why I think their motivating factor is, is they have to team up. Um, mm. Maybe, maybe if they um, uh, all like finally form like the the fabled like monster mash party where they all sh- all show up and like do the monster mash together. That's like mm-hmm. the end game thing, and then they get to like you know then the cycle is complete and they get to not be there anymore. But I think they want they want um, like like maybe like uh, like Maximus like you know at the end of uh, of Gladiator they're just like uh, like just like trying to go on to 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 the afterlife. So stop stop reviving these dead corpses. So is this um, like fun for the whole family or what <laughs> is the uh... It's fun for no one. <laughs> I mean, I think if I had you know what might you could call that is a, a you could call it a suicide squad. Whoa. Oh. Yeah. Man, it's all been done with superheroes already, hasn't it? It has been done. I am I've never actually like read about the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, but I do like this public domain concept and I bet we could figure a way to do it not exactly that, but like I think maybe the key is to open up what you can sit like what from the public domain you're using. So like, um, uh, I like it doesn't have to be heroes and monsters. Like what else right. is in what else is in the public domain? You know, like Santa Wizard of Oz, Claus. Santa, Santa Claus, Claus. public domain. Guys, Easter I Bunny. I just thought I just thought of something. Okay, Monster Rose. Here's what we do: we make two movies, um, for each character. One from the perspective of like the vi- the the people who die in horror movies, like one like a normal horror movie version of Dracula, people running from Dracula. They right. make a second movie that's the same story but from Dracula's point of view. Okay, and then we do that with all of them. 
Whoa. Oh, so so all of them start out as a horror movie about a monster, and then the second movie is we see why the monster is actually like a more interesting, likable character. Yes, and then uh, we can Russia monster. What? Russia monster. Russia monster. Russia monster. Yeah. That is pretty interesting. Russia monster is a solid answer. One other (laughs) pitch that just occurred to me. What about this? What if all of the universal monsters work at the same job and they go through portals every day and scare children? That's their so job. It's like, it's like The Office, but monsters. Well, it's sort of like Monsters Inc. Oh, right. Oh, no, Alex. <laughs> Why did you say that? I was enjoying the idea, but now it's literally just Monsters, Inc. That's what my joke was no. Monsters, Inc., yeah. but these monsters. So uh, what I, yeah. I think would be funny is if we just did a remake of Monsters, Inc., but instead of like, oh, it's a fun shaggy monster, it's like the Wolfman and he kills. Yeah. I think they should just, um, like, to be honest, the more we talk about this, the more I just think it should just be a regular, they should just blow their load all in one and it's just a monster movie and it's like dracula and the wolfman and the invisible man and the creature from the black lagoon and Mm -hmm. the mummy Mm -hmm. movie and that's just what it's called and you just sit down (laughs) and what's it called tell me again it's called dracula and frankenstein (laughs) and bride of frankenstein and the creature from the black lagoon and the invisible man and the mummy Uh uh, and van helsing uh, colon endgame colon movie okay <laughs> so you then you sit down and they're like look at all of this intellectual property and they just throw it all at you at once and don't right. you know just don't make me wait it's not gonna be good anyways just give just give me all those things on screen at once you all know? right so we've got some potential solutions so we're gonna need your feedback on this over the next week while we are watching our next movie which is the next attempt they made at this universe i would like you at home if you're listening to tell us either your pitch for how we solve this or which of our monster movie ideas uh monster cinematic universes you'd want to watch is it monster bash where they all team up and join form a rock band to save a library at a talent show is it league of extraordinary monsters I don't remember what that one was. Is it self-aware monsters where they fight to stop Disney from ruining the public domain? Is it Rasha monster where you see the real horror movie and then we learn more about the monster later? Not sure how they all come together in the end. Or is it Monsters, Inc. where they all work at the same job? Or is it Hunters um, where we just just face fuck you with uh, our properties, intellectual properties? Now that extra... you put it that way, mine actually sounds like the most likely one. <laughs> to, not for them to pick, but to actually happen in real life. Like the yeah. way you phrased yeah. it actually does make yeah, it sound more that's appealing. Can, yeah. can I tag on a couple extras from my, yes. my notes? Yeah. Uh, baby monster Muppet babies. Yes. I'm not really sure. <laughs> <laughs> like the use of baby twice <laughs> to emphasize the babiness. Yeah, and, mon- like like Muppet babies. It's all the monster babies, but they just hang out and get in adventures. Yeah, but it's like, and I also oh, want monsters. Ocean's Eleven. Oh, Ocean's yes. Eleven. Monsters Eleven. They have to rob a casino. Well, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Who, who's the? I don't know who the richest monster is, but definitely well, that. I mean, I like the Dracula's idea. Rich. Of... Yeah, Dracula is definitely the richest monster. He had invested in property in the 1500s. You can't touch silver, so wow. the gold. I Dude, guess. Oh, I yeah, just exactly. got. It's now it makes sense. Like what we just said, Dracula is the richest monster. That's probably the the conversation they had to decide to start with Dracula, because like Iron Man is like a rich guy. 
Yeah, so like yeah, who's yeah. our Iron Man? And they're like, well, who's well? Dracula's rich. And they're like, yeah, it's got to well, so, be. Dracula. Okay, so sorry to get a little bit less funny for a second, but about this idea. So if you were to make a Dracula movie where he has this tragic backstory, but was trying to be a hero, and now it's like much, much later, Dracula's not a monster. He is like he made a deal with the devil and he's trapped, but he wants to do good. And then he has a reason to take other monsters and show them that you can be a moral version of a monster where he's like, he can go to the creature from the black, black lagoon. And you're like, don't you want to be a creature from a clean water source or whatever? And then he becomes an eco warrior or something. Oh, So it's kind of like, it's kind of, I think you have to find your, who's your Magneto basically then. Right. So if like, if it's, that's our Charles Xavier. Oh um, yeah. Sure. Who's yeah, the yeah. other side? Yeah, well, that's I mean, going to be the, okay. Be wait, wait, wait. No, but you just right? identified the problem. That's the biggest problem with all of this. Is the second you're like, all right, so it's Dracula, but he's a good guy. Well, the problem is that in the story, Dracula is the bad guy. So every <laughs> time we make one of these movies, we'll be like, all right, so it's Creature from the Black Lagoon, but the Black Lagoon guy is a good guy. Well, but so we is, just have to keep making this up is what a bad Disney's guy. doing now is Disney is like like Cruella Devilling everybody, right? Every all the bad guys are good guys now. Yeah, that's true. Well, they all had some tragic backstory that explains yeah. why they are the oh, way yeah. they are. Yeah, maybe this is really just about us learning that all these people, you know, it's not like, it's not that the uh, oh. Bride of Frankenstein is trying to kill everybody. It's that she was bullied as a kid. Yeah, for those yeah. yeah. So yeah. The, the real monster were the monsters all along, but the real, real monsters were the right. humans all along. It's the humans. <laughs> yeah, right? Okay. I mean, it, it is kind of funny that as a culture, we're like, you know what? Maybe we can find the good in Dracula. <laughs> but wait, somebody said what in a tweet? Fuck that person forever. <laughs> I never want to see their face ever again. Yeah, yeah. That we're, is a pariah. Oh, like going- the mummy? Yeah, I'm sure there's good in the mummy. You know, Cruella DeVille de- deserves a second pass, okay? <laughs> I look, uh, it's funny you mentioned that because we talked about this with the Jeopardy guy in the random podcast. Um, by the way, I read the story about this woman investigating him and finding all those terrible quotes. And she was like, it was an unglamorous three days where I listened to every episode of his podcast. The way that I'm avoiding this problem when I am getting offered a really important job later is by having so many unlistenable episodes of the show. Oh, yeah. No reporter could ever go through them to find the bad things. They would give up a few episodes in and be like, it's just. Who could ever hear, listen to this stuff? It's terrible. Yeah, I mean, there would be a fun thing when it's like, oh no, Anthony and Hunter do imply Alex edited out all his really racist stuff, but yeah. I can't tell no, if yeah. that's a rib or serious. Can, so can smart, you Alex. cancel me for that? Because you're hiding a needle in a stack of needles. <laughs> yeah, <right>. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, oh, you're looking for a needle, huh? Look at all the Where needles I just got on Amazon. Needle. <laughs> Um, okay, so we have a bunch of good. Oh, as, do you have any last ideas you wanted to tag on here? I do uh, like Monsters Eleven. I'm into that. Yeah, I, I mean, I think that the other thought I had was the lowest stakes possible. I don't know how to make that happen, but like, I think look, Sirius is taken, right? Like, um, like high stakes saving the world is, is taken. The smallest thing possible. That's why I just like the idea of like saving um, a library. Um. I, no, I just literally just trying to make it to their monster match party on time. I think that's the whole that's yeah. the whole arc. Just <laughs> trying to throw a party. Do you right. know like the thing with like comic book movies do this a lot, but it's kind of gone to all movies at this point, all big action movies, and with like a blue light shining in the sky, right? They always have to stop some kind of blue laser or blue light or something. 
Like, what would that even be with monsters? Like, what is... I just don't know. Yeah. Like, what would have... What yeah. would the 25th okay. Monster Universe monster movie look like? Okay. I don't think this is good, but <laughs> it's never stopped me before. Um, what if we, you know, look, monsters are not real. What if it's a, a Santa Claus problem, right? Where it's like they're... The Where if you kill Frankenstein, them. you become Frankenstein? No, not the Santa Claus. Oh, okay. Santa Claus. okay. <laughs> that's very good. I was going to double check. Um... <laughs> No, um, that that people are stopped believing in them, right? Yeah. Um, and so the reason they're trying to get back out there is like so people believe in them again. But like I think that they're fading. It's like they're like they're fading away. They're losing their powers. Um, so it's sort of like it's sort of like James Bond, where you, the new James Bond movies, where like the whole movie is just saying like, is James Bond still relevant? Is the plot yeah, of the movie? Yeah. It would be like all of these monsters are like having the conversation like are we still relevant in this cu- this culture and the yeah it's has american to be gods yes. i guess also then right yeah uh, or, or like um like candy man like can- american gods candy man they're all like thought monsters right they only exist because people believe in them yeah um and frankly i'm, I'm really excited for the new candy man Dude, I, I don't know anything about Candyman except like that. that you say his name and the billboards for it, where it's just his creepy like outline and the words say his name. Is they're really it's a cool ad campaign. It makes yeah, me want to um, see this movie. I don't care about it at all. You you should first off, it's supposed to be very very good, and you should see the original Candyman. The original Candyman is a fucking classic movie. Well, it's I incredible. like this where we're like, how can uh, we, we let's let's make a, the world is like wait. let's make let's make Cruella Deville a good guy, but let's make a person who sells candy into a monster. Can we well, wait, can we Candyman doesn't sell candy. Hold on. That's no, but let's make the candy they used to do. Yeah. No, let's make the candy verse. So th- this guy, <laughs> Willy Wonka, and then um and then all of the magic mics cuz those are man candy. Um <laughs> Like all those are now in the same verse. All right. Yeah. I wish you could have come up with another candy thing. I mean, it has to be Candyland, right? They're all fighting out in Candyland. Candy Crush. Candy Crush is. Oh yeah, yeah. They're also being crushed by candy at some point. I don't know yeah. how that game works. Yeah. Um, I think. Okay. I, yeah, I think in general the takeaway of this conversation is that there should be more cinematic universes, and they should be uh, maybe dumber. not this one. Yeah. There's gonna be a giant. There's gonna be like a giant parody universe that's like overcomplicated. That's what will be. That's that's what I think. Hit, I mean, you know, at this point, now that they've tried three things and failed, if Universal, like right now, they were like, you did one episode, you get one pitch, and the four of us had to go in and pitch something today. I think our answer would have to be, this is a self-aware dumb universe because you failed three times, and it seems like this universe shouldn't exist. So yeah. the joke has to be why this is a thing that should you know exist what? we're doing anyway it's, and it's and it's not really it's it, it's like we're we're being kind of jokey about it but at the same time like if you think about the old universal monster movies they're like a lot of them get pretty goofy i mean it's oh, yeah. not like goofy is like a like a unheard a part of, of tone for them so yeah and the, like well in the the reboot of the mummy with brendan fraser was like what if the goofiest dude ever was the hero of a mummy yeah. movie. It's like there is like a, it's a silliness. It's not that weird. You know, so, why not? And there's no one else more qualified to write this than us because Ezra and I published a book about how silly mu- mummies are as a monster. So this is like the, pl- we, we should do this. It should be the silly monster, the silly dark See, universe. This is what's so depressing about Hollywood though. It's like you, hear, you ever hear 
Scott Ackerman tells a story about uh, he, him and somebody else were hired to do uh, pitches on Transformers, like before the first Transformers movie came out. And they, they hired a bunch of people. They were like, we just want pitches on Transformers. Whatever you have, yeah. come in. We'll hear it. Okay, I like this. And Scott Ackerman and someone else, like their whole pitch was, this is a ridiculous concept. You can't do it seriously. Let's yeah. have fun with it. So yeah. they went in and pitched that, and the studio was like, you don't understand. We have no interest in that. We only want super seriousness. And that's what ended up happening. So like, even if you did do that, like just... The grim, dark... I mean, the fact that Dracula in this movie is so uncharismatic and unlikable. It's awful, yeah. Even though he's supposed to be the lead of your franchise. Like, yeah. it's, it's just insane. This even if it wasn't a universe, thinking, even the original idea of yeah. making it a new series about this Dracula, like, no one wants to hang out with this Dracula again. Yeah, I just don't understand how they don't... Uh, uh, even We can first, all agree, like, this Dracula story should have remained untold yeah yeah i mean I think that's the... where we had to end the show <laughs> now bring the music up that was the button yeah. dude yeah. <laughs> I mean, everybody thank I'm... you so much for listening good i think we should end it there anthony yeah. excellent excellent uh riffing on i agree this is all so crazy uh and um they do seem like they were just way too serious about it and probably wouldn't like our idea of silly pitch but We'll continue trying to improve it. You guys, uh, over the next two weeks, please send us your suggestions for the Monster Universe and or, or tell us which ones of ours that you like. Next week, we're going to be doing a rewatch, a thing we don't do that often on the show, but we're going to be watching the Tom Cruise Mummy movie um, a second time. We already did this episode, but uh, there's more there, and we're now going to talk about it in the context of the Dark Universe. And we're going to see if I still like it. This is the weirdest thing, is I kind of liked it last time. And... I've been saying occasionally on Twitter, whatever it's funny, that I prefer that to the Brendan Fraser mummy. And which is mostly because I don't think the Brendan Fraser mummy is fun or interesting, but I, I will see if it holds up. We'll see if I can keep that going next week. Um, as always, I want your thoughts at email by email podcast at readdeshweep.com. And we really appreciate everybody who has written in so who writes in the show, and especially those who donate to our OnlyFans by going to Metreon.com and become our only meets. Our meaty fans. Only which one's better? Dude, meat fans. That's pretty our, our meaty, good. Yeah. Okay. Our meaty fans. Join our meaty fans. Now we have to go buy meatyfans.com probably. Yeah, you do. Uh, I like <laughs> meat fans a little better. A little You do. A little okay. Cleaner. It's not yeah. as clear that it's about OnlyFans though. Yeah, but only who cares? Meats. You know? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. Alright. Anyway, all of that and more there. Thank you so much for hanging out with me, Ezra. Oh yeah. And Hunter. Yeah, I just want to have a meat fan. Somebody's like, hey, I'm I'm your meat fan. I like that. Fan made out of meat. And Anthony. Um, this is a lot of fun. I've just been thinking, I hate the title of this movie, but at least it's not like Dracula Origins, which is <laughs> the worst <laughs> subtitle. And it's used constantly. Uh, they just love throwing origins on yeah, films. Yeah, yeah, that's so true. And- Well, at least with The Mummy, they just called it The Mummy. They didn't tell you anything else about it. Um, Yeah. All right. Well, that's next week. Uh, Yeah. Thank you, everybody. Uh, Fistful of bats.